Hey y'all, welcome to the first episode of Obedience Podcast. We're so happy to have y'all here. Um, I'm Ashley. I'm Shantavia. And let's get started. Um, So we're just going to go ahead and start with a prayer. Uh, Father God, we just want to thank you for this time. We want to thank you for our guests that we have on today. I pray that everyone that is watching or listening to this podcast, that they receive a word from you, God. I pray that you bless us to give them a word, and you just use us as your vessels, God. Um, I pray for this entire episode. I pray for what's to come. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Pretty good prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> I've been practicing all week. <laughs> it better be something. So first, we'll start off by just telling you guys why we came up with the idea of this podcast. So we wanted to have a place for women to get together and discuss the scriptures that are in the Bible, to discuss everyday life and trials and tribulations that we go through through this walk in Christ. So I like to think of it as, I know when I was growing up, my grandma used to have, what is it called? Um, deaconess meeting Mm -hmm. um, once a week and they would just be sitting around the table talking about scripture and talking about life so I kind of wanted to recreate that and have a place where people can also um, join in into that discussion so um, we'll come here once a week and we'll have things set up to where you guys can communicate back with us so it can be an open discussion not just our two ideas Mm -hmm. and how the podcast is going to be set up of course we'll start with prayer every podcast and then every podcast will have a topic Um, but after the topic we're going to have questions and so those questions are going to be related directly to the topic how do we interpret what we read from the bible how do we apply it to real life situations or how we're becoming better Mm -hmm. um after the topic we'll do what i like to call fellowship time and where we just catch up with one another and talk about things that are going on things in pop culture or christian culture whatever we'll talk about that and the last thing we'll talk about a moment of the week yeah, moment of the week, if we have one, of mm-hmm. course, just where um, we really heard God speak to us or we really got through a hard moment in the week and we're proud of ourselves or something really good happened. We'll talk about that. And if you guys start to send those in too, we can read those about you guys. And then the last thing we'll have is what we call a soap moment, but we'll talk about that more later on at the end of the podcast. All right, all right, all right. Alright, so this is the first time, so it's going to be real um, awkward and a lot of um, technical difficulties. And I tell you, it took us about an hour and a half just to get it set up. I say about two hours. I mean, you got here around 6 o'clock, it's 8.30, but you know, we didn't let it get in our way. <laughs> we, won't do, we won't be defeated. So if we sound like robots, we sorry, we still going to put it out. Uh-huh. Because that's what we need to do. That's just the enemy trying to work against us. No, we will beat Bye-bye, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so... And let's get into the discussion of why we even started this podcast in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, I know myself growing up, I was a lukewarm believer. So, I would go to church on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday and Sunday, you know, after 1 o'clock, it was my time. But, you know, he would get 9 to, um, what, 9 to 1 Mm -hmm. on Sundays. And I thought that that was pretty okay. (laughs) You know, if it went past 1, it was pushing it. Yeah. It was like, your time is up (laughs) (laughs) but I think around 2017 I knew that I wanted to grow deeper in my relationship with Christ and so I knew I needed to leave the church that I grew up in so I wanted to start going to churches and one church that I always heard about was Rightway but the reason I heard about Rightway so much was because a lot of the young people from my church were going to that church Mm -hmm. so I kind of told myself that I'm not going to follow the crowd. I'm not going to go to that church. Um, But my cousin joined. And um, he came from Huntsville. And he moved back. But um, 
Oh, it's a lot of praying. Yeah, so I did, I filled out everything. So he gave us, like, prayer targets. And so I was going to be really serious about all my prayers, and I wrote all of that down. And you see, I did all of my days, all the way through 21. Um, But then after that, I forgot to mark, but I know I did it. There's no way I would have got to 20 and I did 21. (laughs) Um, But I was really dedicated during that time, but I don't know what it was. I didn't go through with my plan at all. I stopped. Um, and I think it was kind of like I stopped one Sunday and then another Sunday. And then, you know, those two Sundays turned into a month. And then that turned into, what, three, six months. So You stopped with your plan or? I stopped going to church. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I finished my plan, but I stopped everything else. It was like, okay, okay I'm done with this. I did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish that race so um I knew that I needed to go back but I felt like after I missed so many days I felt like I wasn't worthy enough to go back or I was fearful to go back just because of how far back I slid kind of shameful yeah so from what 2018 until recently I would go to church every now and again, but not as dedicated as I was when I first decided I was ready to start in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, um, recently I've been challenged with my health, and one day after I came back from what my second emergency room visit, my mom and my grandma sat down and prayed for me. And I have to be honest, I was one of those people, I just felt like my prayers didn't work. So, hearing them pray for me, I knew that it brought me so much peace. And I knew that I needed to be able to do, to do that myself. Mm-hmm. And not depend on someone else to have the relationship that I could have. That's good. So, I started to read my Bible slowly. Um, thank God for the Bible app. I started downloading a lot of different plans to, to slowly get me into it. And then, I would read like a scripture a day. Something really small. And I started going back to church and at the time I was sick so I was pushing myself to go I remember one um Sunday this may be TMI but I don't care um one Sunday Let the folks know. before I went to church I couldn't even drive at this moment and um my friend picked me up for church and right before I left for church I had diarrhea and as I was getting in the car I still felt horrible and I sat through church and I started feeling okay through church. And I promise you, as soon as I got home, my diarrhea just started back. Mm. But it was kind of like I pushed myself over what I thought I could do, especially in that moment being so sick, mm-hmm. and made sure that I made a way to get to church. And that made a huge difference in my sickness. Um, I'm not 100% healed yet. We don't even know what it is. But I don't worry about it anymore. In the beginning, that's all I worried about. Your and focus is different. Yeah. And I don't even think about it anymore. I know that my healing is coming. I just got to wait on it. I'm not worried about if I'm going to be healed. I know I'm healed already. So one morning, it just popped in my head that I needed to start a podcast where people could come and listen. Like I listened to my other podcast that just talked about pop culture, nothing about the Bible or anything like that. So I needed to create that to have a place for people to go. Um, so when it came to me, I brushed it off. Because I was like, first of all, I don't like opening up to people. Mm-hmm. Second of Second all, of I'm naturally shy. So, I mean, who am I to go on here and in front of all these people and have them listen to me open up? And then thirdly, I don't feel like I'm qualified. I said, I felt like I was just starting to read the Bible. Let me tell you, I told you on my birthday, I didn't even know the red scripture in the Bible was Jesus talking. That's how inexperienced I was. <laughs> hey, but we learned it, though. But why Why do you want me to do this, you, you know? learned it. And then one you Sunday um, at church, I can't remember which sermon it was, but Pastor V basically said, if it makes sense, then it's probably not God Mm -hmm. because what God tells you to do doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I do want to mention one of the first series he did when I went back to church was hearing the voice of God. And I thought that was really important. 
And that's what he said, and that really spoke to me. So after I left church that Sunday, I was like, okay, I hear you. You know, you can stop screaming in my ear. <laughs> um, and I reached out to you, and I told you my idea, mm-hmm. and you immediately jumped on. Yeah. So what made you jump on so quickly? Well, for me, I it, it was something that God had told me some years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, that one day it would be something. Um, so I, I just didn't, I, I feel like when God tells you to do like something to do, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not like an immediately thing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to go and do it tomorrow. So I knew that my time was coming. I was just like, eh, I think this is my time. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time to shine. <laughs> and like, um, <coughs> like for you, I don't feel comfortable opening up about different things. I'm a very private person. Mm-hmm. Um, so opening up about different situations is a lot, and I'm like, who am I to tell somebody, you know, right about their faith in God? Who am I? <laughs> you don't want to hear from me. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just saw it as an opportunity to do this, and the best is yet to come, honey. So yeah, the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. The best. Um. <laughs> so um. After I told Ashley, I got to be honest, I came up with another excuse. I was like, I'm going to pray and wait for him to send us a third person. Um, but then... We still waiting, me, huh? We still waiting. <laughs> but you sent me a sermon from Pastor Mike Todd, Transformation Church in Tulsa. Um, I'm a virtual member. And... Me too. <laughs> in the I'm sermon... He said, <clears throat> you need to move beyond this idea of faith. You need to have real faith. So Hebrews 11 and 1, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. Um, in Hebrews 11 and 1, it's like one of my favorite scriptures. I don't know if that's because like that's one of the first scriptures that I read and I actually like understood fully. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really powerful scripture um, because without faith, what do we have? Nothing. <laughs> not a, not a, uh-oh, thing. <laughs> No, no, this is not that kind of podcast. Not one thing. Oh, Jesus. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's still working on me. <laughs> yeah, because I think, like, faith and trust go hand in hand. Mm-hmm, definitely. And if you're going to be a Christian, which is a, one of his disciples, and follow him, it's we can't see him. Yeah. So what what is a Christian without faith? Yeah, that makes me think of um, the book of Luke. One of his first disciples... We're literally like fishing at the sea, and mm-hmm. I think yeah, it was mm-hmm. Peter. And I he, love that story. And he told him to you know, go deeper. That's what the fish are. He's mm-hmm. like, I've been working all day, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But um, right after that, like once he saw what God did for him, because mm-hmm. he caught so many fish, to the boat was sinking. Mm-hmm. So after Peter saw that, he literally stopped everything in his life and just yeah. followed God. It, it's well, Jesus, life changing. It's life changing. And he had so much faith just based off. This one time, mm-hmm. he dropped everything in his life and just followed him for the yeah. rest of his life until, you know, Jesus died on the cross for us. Yeah. So, I really like that story. That was not... I love that story. ...in our notes at all, but you saying that made me think of it. But if we circle back to Hebrews 11 and 7 in the Amplified Version, mm-hmm. it says, By faith, with confidence in God and his word, Noah, being warned by God about events not yet seen, and reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness, which comes by faith. So first he obeyed God. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. God had given him instructions. So God had warned him about the things that were going to happen. No, I ain't see nothing. And it, 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 it reference, reference back to the first scripture, Hebrews 11, 11 and 1. It's the the thing that we can't see. Mm-hmm. So if we honor God and we know that he's all seeing and all knowing, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we trust him when he gives us his commands and tell mm-hmm. us to do something? I remember um, 
I read somewhere that Noah, or actually water had never failed mm-hmm. at all. And so for God to be like, hey, I need you to build a boat because, you know, rain finna come. He's like, mm-hmm. what's rain? But okay, let me get to building. Like, yeah. That's a lot of faith for something that he's literally never seen before. Yeah. <clears throat> but the one thing I like to point out is by this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which comes by faith. Mm-hmm. So because he had faith, he obeyed. And because he obeyed, he had righteousness. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, I love that story of Noah. And it's one of the first major stories of Genesis and the book of Bible <clears throat> that displays faith. Because you have to obey first, right? Mm-hmm. Have to listen, then obey. Mm-hmm. Then have faith. So, yeah. It's pretty much the foundation. And nothing without obeying and faith. Mm-hmm. And then trust. Hebrews... 11 tells you a lot of different stories about instances where people had great faith Mm -hmm. and they applied that faith and they were obedient to God. Yeah. So from that book, you know, I told Ashley, I was like, what's your favorite story from Hebrews 11? And she said the same thing I said, Mm -hmm. and it's the story of Abraham. So you want to tell the people about Abraham real quick? Um, so that story is found in Genesis 22, 1 through 19, Mm -hmm. um, where God had given him specific instructions to take his only son, Mm -hmm. like his only son. He didn't have two other ones, (laughs) but his only son, um, to sacrifice him, um, as a burnt offering, um, in which God would show him. So that was the first thing that he had to do. He took his only son. Mm -hmm. And to sacrifice him. Um, and then God didn't tell him where just yet. But he had to take that first step of, of obedience. I imagine I'm just putting myself in Abraham's shoes. Like these three days. You didn't doubt God a little bit. You know. Taking that long journey um, of faith. You know I would have doubted him in the very beginning. Like you want me to take this, yes. this son? The yes. one you made me wait on for so long? I feel like it would be sure? easy if you had like two of them. You know. Two in the background somewhere. You know. Wait. <laughs> I, I just feel you know how like people ask you for gum and stuff, and then you got that one piece. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just saying because I don't have kids. But you know, I'm a little selfish. If I only got one piece of gum, I'd be like, no, mm-hmm. I ain't got no gum. But anywho, my favorite part is verse five, um, where he said um, he told that. Well, they took some servants. I think it was two servants with him, um, and a donkey. And in verse 5, he's told uh, told the servants to stay with the donkey. Um, and he said, uh, my boy and I will travel a little, and we will wo- worship there. And then we will come back. And I'm like, wow, that is confidence in God that he said we will. Mm-hmm. Not just one person, but he has faith to know and confidence to know that um, God will provide the sacrifice. So, uh, Abraham and Isaac proceeded up to the, I think that's Moriah, um, and Abraham built the altar, altar and tied his son down, and was about to, he had the knife in his hand, and was about to kill him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. I, I mean, he was just like, I think it was like up in the air. Mm-hmm. And then an angel called his name and told him not to kill him, and that there was a we know the story that there was a ram in the bush mm-hmm. uh, for him to sacrifice. And after his obedience and his faith in God, um, the angel said from the Lord that the uh, God will bless him. The descendants will be multiplied beyond number like the stars in the sky. That's a lot of descendants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all mm-hmm. nations will be blessed uh, because of his obedience. Mm-hmm. So that story... In a nutshell, is Father Abraham. A whole lot of thank you. Thank you. Um, One of the reasons I like that story so much is I like to hold what Abraham did up to a pedestal Mm -hmm. to say that that's how much faith you should always have. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine, and I know I need to get to that point, if God told me to sacrifice sacrifice my only son, that I was just like, oh, okay. I don't even think that he mm-hmm. questioned it. He just was like, okay. And he just went on. Mm-hmm. So it gives me a lot of encouragement to go back to that story. Because when I think something is totally impossible, 
look what Abraham did mm-hmm. with his faith. Even God had given him, like, then, yeah, Sarah had got pregnant with um, Isaac in their old age. Yeah, both she was of really them old. Old. Both of those. 90? Yeah, and he told them years before they ever conceived Isaac that he was going to give them a son. And mm-hmm. they were waiting all that time. Yeah. All that time. It's kind of like, okay, you made me wait all that time. Mm-hmm. And now you want me to sacrifice him? Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. So. And I think that's a testament to, okay, God has given me a son. I shouldn't. I shouldn't hold it so, like, nothing sh- nothing we should have so tightly. We can't mm-hmm. hold things so tightly. Like, if I am rich, mm-hmm. I can't be, you know, so cling to my wealth or mm-hmm. my money that I can't give it all up for God mm-hmm. or what he's telling me to do. So, I think that that's another lesson yeah. in that story. Because at that point, you're not worshiping God yeah. or depending on him. You're yeah. depending on your money or whatever it is that you cling so heavily to. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that you have in your life right now. And so with Hebrews 11 and 6, it says, I'm reading the Amplified too. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and Mm -hmm. diligently seek him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, with that verse, it's saying that you have to believe in God. You can't doubt him at all. It's not an option. So, as a seasoned saint, um, when was the what first time? What kind of seasoning is the saint? Creole, you know, the best kind. Good job. Is it low sodium? <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> um, when was the first time that you discovered God was real for yourself? Um, so... I don't know. I always, like, feel scared. Not really scared, but kind of embarrassed to share this moment. Um, So, one day I was at home alone. I was sitting on the couch watching Karate Kid, uh, the movie with Jaden Smith, Mm -hmm. the little guy. Um, So, I just felt, like, this pressing on my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just like, dang, what's wrong with me, you know? I couldn't shake it, and I cried the entire movie. For those of you who watch Karate Kid, that is not a sad movie. Um, but I broke down crying, like, throughout the whole entire movie. Like, to this day, I can't even watch the whole thing. Because I, rem- <laughs> I remember that moment. Um, and I had just got out of um, a situationship. It was, a, it was not a relationship, but it was a situationship. Um, where I was, I was kind of broken and I knew that I needed God. Um, that was a time that I was not going to church. I was uh, Mm -hmm. working on Sundays. Mm -hmm. I would intentionally take that shift. Wow. Um, Yeah. I would work seven to three 30. And that mean I wasn't, you know, church get out at what? One 30, Mm -hmm. one o'clock. And I wasn't going to three o'clock service Mm -hmm. because what? I get off at three thirty. <laughs> um, I I, I, can, I can't even it down perfect. It was a perfect science, you know. Um, so I I can't even give a reason why I wasn't going at the time. I think I was just being rebellious and just not going. I just didn't care. Like I I I pretty much just cried out to God and just like I need you. I don't know what this is, but I'm hurt. My heart is hurting, hurting, mm-hmm. and my heart is heavy. I need you to come in and. Um, just come in. I didn't. I didn't know what to say. I just mm-hmm. knew that I needed him in that moment. Mind you, I grew up in church all my life. My dad is a preacher. My whole family go to church. Um, and I think I, in that moment I was just tired, like I said. Um, but in that moment, that was my life changing moment. Mm-hmm. To think that God lets us get so far from Him, mm-hmm. so we know how much we need Him. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, even if you think it's too late or you think that you aren't worthy enough to go and what, give your life to Christ again, it's never too late. He's mm-hmm. always there waiting for you. Yep. And that's the one good thing about God. You can make mistakes and he's still going to be there waiting for you. No matter how you are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yep. And just accept it. A lot. Of, I know it's hard to accept the fact that someone could love something so... That didn't care about you, or I mean, well, I'm saying like if I didn't care for God, mm-hmm. but He can love, He still has that same love for you. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. 
what I like to think about, I don't even know where I heard it. It may be a scripture, I don't know. But it said that imagine how much your parents love you. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine that God loves you probably a hundred times more than they love you? Mm-hmm. And I just know what my mom does for me over and above. Yeah. And so to even picture that someone else can love me more than she does, mm-hmm. it's powerful. And it just makes you want to go out and just do things for him. Yeah. And I want to talk about what sermon from the series called Crazy, Crazy Faith. Faith yeah. And I was just like, wow, that just is so what right on time. Cause this was right after we talked about obedience and studying faith mm-hmm. And here he is giving us a whole series on crazy faith. Mm-hmm. And the first sermon was so powerful. One of the quotes from that sermon, and I have watched it multiple times. I wrote notes on it. It says that faith is not just believing that God can. Faith is believing and trusting that God will. Mm-hmm. You have to trust it too, as well as believe it. Um, if we read James 1, 3. It says, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. So what I get from that sermon, well, that scripture is when you're going through something hard, it's a time for you to mature spiritually. Mm hmm. And you're going to gain something once you get out of that storm. Mm -hmm. Is that what you take from that scripture as well? Definitely. So, yeah. So, once you... I like the word, the endurance part. You Mm -hmm. have to stay in it. I have a... uh, I got uh, little flashcards everywhere in my room. Um, I I don't know the scripture that I have underneath it, but it's similar to that. And pretty much on that, it says something about patient endurance. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just keep that on my mind, on my wall as a reminder to continue to be patient and to endure through all of it. Because it, it is for a reason. It's to make you stronger, mm-hmm. um, to build character. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scripture somewhere in the Bible about that. I'm sorry, I don't have that. Um, but yeah, that's what I get from that. So from reading that scripture, it made me question, when was the time that your faith was tested? Every day. Every day? Every day. I mean, every day. Um, But specifically, um, I hated the job. All I did was, like, type all day. Um, But for a reason, I was there for a reason. It was there for um, a co-worker of of mine. Hey, girl. Um, And also, it was a moment for me to grow spiritually and to grow my faith. Mm -hmm. Um, So what, what I could do at work this is the only quote that I liked. Uh, I can listen to different videos on YouTube. So I was able to listen to sermons to grow my faith. I was able to take notes from that. And um, to grow spiritually, spiritually, like I said. So Shantavia, um, she told me about a job that was mm-hmm. open. And um, I had interviewed for the job before, but didn't get it. Hung up um, a outfit, well, an interview outfit. I hung it up in my closet. It was earned. It was on a hanger, and it was ready to go. Had my shoes and everything. Um, so I had faith to believe. And every time I would look at it, I'm like, that's my interview outfit. So Shay uh, told me about the job. I applied. I had the interview. And that was the outfit that I wore. I had no idea about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so I had my second interview. It was I had to do a presentation. Mm-hmm. It was very easy, and I literally just sat there and talked to the director for a good, maybe like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Oh yeah, it's mine." And I knew that. Um, I was just like, "Okay." So I had my uh, two weeks notice <laughs> already, t- <laughs> already typed up go. from the first interview. <laughs> so I was just like, "Okay." Yeah. Got it in the envelope, so it's ready to go. So I had the faith and the confidence to believe that it was already mine. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, I got the job. So That's yeah. a good story. Mm-hmm. Good story of faith. Yeah, girl. Hang up y'all outfits now. <laughs> I have a story about the time that my faith was tested. And um, it was really early in you know, me deciding to turn my life around. 
um, I hate to say it because it sounds so, I don't know, it sounds so cliche to me, but mm-hmm. I hate to like rededicate my life to Christ, but that's what I did. But mm-hmm. I wish it was a new word for it. We need to make something up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it was so early in that journey. Um, and like I said, I, I've been battling with my health for the past couple months. And this was like at the time where I, I had no idea what it was. And I was waiting for months just to get like this one test done. And I think I was having a bad day that day. Um, and I couldn't like get it off my mind. But that day it was like just really heavy on me. And so I was working that day and it got to the point where I couldn't even work. So I just stopped working completely and I decided to pray. And during that prayer, I was really honest. I was like, okay, so I've been trying to, you know, act like I'm not keep trying to dismiss the thoughts out of my head. But, you know, I'm really afraid right now. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not supposed to be, but I am. So show me how I can get out of this because I'm putting it in your hands at this point. And it's kind of like, I'll try to act like I'm not thinking things in my head at Mm -hmm. times, you know, like he doesn't know what we're thinking. But after I said my prayer and was like honest like look this is how I feel I got it all out there now mm-hmm. you know I guess the Lord was just waiting to like by the time you like came to me about this issue <laughs> now he can work but um right after that I was listening to a sermon I don't know which one it was it took me a minute to find it so I know like I was led to it but like halfway through it and I was half listening at this point um she went to what is it John 14 and 1 mm-hmm. and if we read John 14 and 1 in the amplified version it says do not let your heart be troubled afraid cowardly believe confidently in god and trust in him have faith hold on to it rely on it keep going on and believe also in me so to read that scripture right after that prayer was so powerful to me Mm -hmm. and it was like i was at peace And I think after that day, I never worried so much about my diagnosis after reading that scripture Mm -hmm. and saying that prayer. Just because I knew that any fear that I had, I put it all on him. And he gave me that scripture to kind of like, what's the word? Confirm that he has it, he's handling it, Mm -hmm. let it go. Yeah. So, whenever you are, I like to do this whenever I feel like I'm being tested or I feel like I'm having a hard day a lot of the times I would avoid prayer because I'm just like I don't even have time to do that right now I'm focused on this Mm -hmm. but just take a moment and just pray about it and you will see like this peace or you'll get the answer that you're looking for right after you pray or soon after Mm -hmm. Um, just because God saw you take time out and put him in that situation Yeah. Um, y'all need to go watch all I think in the YouTube video, and I don't even know how to do it on the podcast thing, but I'll link each one of those sermons. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's like crazy faith, maybe faith, baby faith, mm-hmm. wavy faith. And wavy faith was so, was so good, I couldn't even, I still hadn't comprehended all of it. I'm Child. still going back and taking I was, notes. I'm still convicted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still shook. <laughs> baby faith is... I would go with Crazy Faith first just to get, like, the basis yes. of it. Because he has so many good quotes from that sermon. Yeah. And he has so many ex- good examples, especially the one that really convicted me was, like, putting your weight in your faith. Mm-hmm. That's one of the next Put topics. Put your weight on it. Yeah. He just talked about, you know, yeah, you have faith. That's fine. But, you know, you have to apply it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to put weight on what you're having faith in. Yeah. Um, and then the next one I will listen to, like all of them are good, but if you like, I will go to Wavy Faith next. What about you? Um, I, I listen to, uh, I forgot her name. It's Daily Faith. Um, mm-hmm. so she was just saying that, um, she gave the example of her being on the track team and how you have to work on it daily. Mm-hmm. You have to train daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so she applied that to our Christian's life. You have mm-hmm. to work your faith on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell myself this too mm-hmm. at one point. This walk is not a race. Mm-hmm. It's a slow and steady marathon. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, even if you're slow and steady, you just gotta be patient mm-hmm. and know that everything that you expect to happen 
won't happen. Because mm-hmm. I know at the beginning, I was, like, so frustrated that I didn't know, like, all the stories of the Bible. And I just wanted to know it right at that moment. You too, girl. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, I can't call my Christian, myself a Christian if I don't know all of them. Right? But that's not what God is looking for. Like, you can't work to earn his love. He already loves you. And Pastor Mike Todd had a sermon on that mm-hmm. called, um, what is it? Um, was that the maybe one? No, it's the grace. Grace like oh, a flood. Oh, grace like a flood. He talks about righteousness. And I had to listen to that one three times and take notes over just because he really breaks down mm-hmm. righteousness and what what it means to be righteous. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get it confused. And I had to be honest, I was getting it confused Me too. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to read three chapters a day and then God will know that I'm serious about mm-hmm. this. But that's not what he's asking for. Mm-hmm. He... Uh, what I took from that little sermon was we want to do the things like read our Bible, talk about it, discuss it because of how much we love God, mm-hmm. not to get God to love us. Mm. He already loves us, mm-hmm. you know, and I find myself like I want to read, read and read just because it brings me so much peace. Mm-hmm. And that is what's important, not making sure you get through this it's like you'll learn eventually you know Mm -hmm. but he just wants you to spend time with him Mm -hmm. because the more time you spend with him the more you can hear from him the more you'll see the truth about things around you and so that's what I like to do so at this point I'm just just not like committed to I have to do this today I'm just like okay I want to do this today Mm -hmm. just so my day can go like I want it to go because like I remember like just being new and I was just like, I don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. And I I had this conversation with one of my sisters. She said, it's okay to pray, to ask for the desire to, you know, be within his word. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to pray that prayer. But yeah, it's really important not to, well, to remember that this is not a race. This is not a competition. You can't earn God. Mm-hmm. I'll put that one in the the link to that was a really good one is called grace like a flood and it's the sermon about righteousness um i think that that was really good you know what i thought righteousness was because i grew up it i grew up in a traditional church Uh was a baptist yeah you know Uh (laughs) i'm a baptist baby too a baptist baby we some BBs. I guess that's why we feel so bad about yeah. Noah and the Bible. Because it's kind of like, that's what you're supposed to do. But Yeah. I thought, like, righteousness was, like, reading your word. You have to know everything <coughs> between Genesis and Revelations. Mm-hmm. You have to know it, um, like, the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. You have to, well, can't listen to anything other than gospel. Mm-hmm. You can't wear pants, mm-hmm. and especially in the church. Uh, what else you can't do? I mean, it's so many. I I feel like righteousness has restrictions from a. I think I thought that it had so many restrictions, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's why a lot of people turn away from Christianity mm-hmm. because they were taught wrong. Mm. So it's good that we are talking about like that sermon and what he said. You know, really, what righteousness is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So, circling back to um, putting your weight in your faith, what does putting your weight in your faith mean to you? I have to say, like, applying your word, applying what you know about God and, like, getting into his word mm-hmm. um, to, i give an example. Um, like, we brought up the point of, like, praying against, like, your feelings or, like, bringing up the word to have that endurance. Mm-hmm. Um I listened to a podcast. Um, her name is Tatum Tamia. I have to see me that one. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always looking for something. Um, but it was a while ago, um, and I felt I felt very very convicted. Um, she's really good, but anyway. Um, she brought up a good point of applying the word to your everyday life and to read it na- uh, night and day like the word says. And to, um, to, like, no matter how you feel, have a scripture to go against that. Mm-hmm. Like, I may feel scared, but I may have a scripture that goes against that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I make, like, index cards where I have, like, how I feel, mm-hmm. and then a scripture that goes against that. 
So um, I I don't I'm not committed to it now, but I'm have to get back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else I was gonna say? She has um, she did say acknowledge how you feel, but stand on what you know, and what you know should be the word of God. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that's putting your weight on it. Yeah, and one thing I noticed, and I read it somewhere, heard it somewhere. Um, basically when of course when you read the Bible you can't memorize everything mm-hmm. um, so just read it mm-hmm. and when you need to use what you read God will bring it to you mm-hmm. and I've seen that time and time again because you know I've read a lot of stuff over these past few months and as I talk to people I remember something I read that I never thought about mm-hmm. when I first read it. Like, it didn't even mean anything. And then you will say something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember I read this, and then I revisit that scripture, and it means something so much more to me than when I first initially read it. So you don't have to always memorize mm-hmm. everything in the Bible, because it'll come to you when you need it mm-hmm. to. Um, but to me, just putting your weight in your faith is not having a backup plan. I find myself, I would always have a plan B mm-hmm. in anything in life. And faith is having your plan A and being okay with your plan A and knowing that plan A is going to work out. So why make a plan B or a plan C? Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people who I definitely have, always have a plan B out there for everything that I do. So me walking in my faith and putting my weight on it would just be my, me not making a plan B. Mm-hmm. Just going with plan A and sticking with it. You rely on God in that plan, right? Mm-hmm. Put him in a boat. I'm yep. saying, y'all better go listen to this. Right, <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> My question yeah. says, what's the time that you have put your weight completely on your faith? And there has to be times in our lives where we don't know if something's going to happen. We don't even know how it's going to happen. But we know it's going to happen. Like your story with the interview. Like mm-hmm. you had a whole outfit ready. And you had no idea what was going to happen. But you believed it. Mm-hmm. And nobody could tell you any better. Um, so, I mean, that's your story. So, I'll share a time where, you know, that happened with me. So, like I said, I was new to joining Right Way. And one of the first events was the Amaze Conference. Um, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to that conference. So, that day off the church, I was kind of like head to the booth and like signed up for it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got like the little pamphlet the lady handed me. And I was like, it said like um, $80 general admission, $100 on VIP. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not signing up for that today because mm-hmm. I don't have that money. Um, but I knew I wanted to go. And the next Sunday, um, I sat down with my cousin. And he asked me, you know, are you going to the Amaze Conference? I said, I want to go. I don't have the money for it, but I know I'm going to go. I said, I'm supposed to be there, so I'm supposed to go. I just knew I was supposed to be there, so I knew it was going to happen. I had no idea how it was going to happen. And it was like, what, three Sundays went by. I had no idea how how it was going to happen. And I didn't even have a plan B. Mm -hmm. Normally, I would have a plan B. I would be like, okay, well, I got money in my savings here, Uh so I can use that. And um, mm -hmm. (laughs) it was the week before the conference, you know. Uh And I still was like, okay, I'm going to go. And that Sunday after church, and I I didn't even tell you this either. um, That Sunday, I actually thought about watching church on live stream because it was my birthday and I was already running late for church and I was like I'll just watch it on live stream and then I'll go up to the church because I'm going to growth track and that's after church and I was like I'll just go to church afterwards but I just was like no you know I made it to see another birthday the least I can do is spend it in church so I drove to church I was by myself that Sunday too no one came and um, I was just sitting there between church and growth track um, by myself and the lady walked up to me and she was like have you purchased your maze ticket yet and I was like no and she asked me if I want to go and I was like yeah and someone was outside sponsoring two tickets to the conference mm-hmm. and I know that if I wouldn't have gone if I would have gotten there at one I would have gotten there too late mm-hmm. because I just wouldn't have been sitting there waiting yeah. and I know that if I wouldn't have knew that I was supposed to go and I needed to go it wouldn't have happened so that was a time that I put my faith completely in a situation I knew that God was going to make a way mm-hmm. and he did 
Oh, if you guys have a time that, you know, you put your faith completely in God about something and it worked out, let us know. Um, we do have an email address. Ashley, while I try to find that email, can you tell me how you feel about your faith currently? Well, um, so I feel like my faith is stronger than, of course, what it was before. Um, so we all, we all have faith, um, whether it is a mustard seed or is... What, a pumpkin seed? <laughs> I just made that up. I, I, was say, what? <laughs> I don't know a lot, but I know something. <laughs> but yeah, we. I, I I definitely don't think it's still that mustard seed because I, I believe that as you go through life, as you walk through this daily life, you're going to have some trials and you're going to have some tribulations. Mm. Um, so each... Each situation should grow your faith a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So you're able to trust you, trust God more, and mm -hmm. God is able to trust you more. And he can give you greater blessings. He can give you greater uh, assignments. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, like a measurement of faith. What would I say? I mean, like you know, just, you okay. know how you felt about it. You know, you say yeah. that you're stronger than you were when you first started Definitely. the walk. Um, I do want to point out if you're going through a trial or tribulation, because um, I know what I mean, like if I'm having a bad day, because I had a bad day last week, I never complained about having a bad day. Mm -hmm. I just was so thankful to God that I had had more good days than bad days. I literally couldn't even think of a day where it was bad like it was that day. But I was thankful that I had had, you know, my days had been so good because he gave me that opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <I> praise him. <laughs> but my days had been all good. Yeah. That, I mean, I knew I was still sick, but I didn't have bad days anymore. So the day that I have a bad day, I'm not going to be like, oh, God, you know, I thought we were done with this. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, thank you for letting me have more good days than I have had bad days. Yeah. And so I won't even complain about this because I know that you'll get me through this because you. During the weeks, if we do run into like a song of the week that we have or like a song that really touched us, we do want to share it. And actually, my song of the week goes with this question about how I feel about my faith now. Um, so the song is Bless Up by Corinne Hawthorne, and the line in the song says, You told me I'm better, better than I knew. You told me I'm better, better than I knew. Now you help me do all things, all things in you. Tell me where do I begin? You are like my favorite friend. Love so incredible, never won't need to. As I've gone through this, walk I've realized so many things about myself and you know he sees me as perfect mm -hmm. even if I don't see myself as perfect and that line is just how I feel about my faith now it's kind of like you're showing me that I can grow you're showing me that um reading my bible I can remember things and things make sense to me because at times I would read my bible and it didn't make any sense and you're just showing me that I'm better, you know, mm -hmm. through your eyes. And if I keep working, I'll continue to get better. God has really showed me that I have a lot of things to work on. It's it's weird that I like to get convicted because it means I'm going to grow eventually. Mm -hmm. I've been convicted a lot these days. Um, but he is showing me things about myself that I had no idea about before. And I'm having to step back and look at myself from the outside in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that line also helps that too. Because it's kind of like I'm looking out and it's kind of like, okay, I can be better. Mm -hmm. And he's showing me how I can be better. So that's how I feel about my faith right now. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right, so we can get to time. topic that you wanted to talk about yeah um, I mean it, it won't be long um but so I don't know if you've seen the Kanye West um so he's, he's been, been doing, doing like these um 
church, church services. services. Um, um, I'm not, I'm not sure. sure. I haven't, I haven't watched, watched the whole thing, thing but um, there, there is a lot, lot of backlash from people. people. I, don't I don't know which people. people. But um, I won't say, say the specific peoples. Um, but, but he's, he's gonna get some backlash on like, like is, it, is, it, is it real? Is it true? Is he really sad? Is he a Christian? Why is he doing this? Is he doing it for publicity? Why is he doing it? And so, pretty much he's been like remixing songs. So, one thing I did see, um, you know, so ancient, but did you know what? Yeah. So, I was just like, ooh, shit. He, but no, he, he, he remixed it. it. He remixed it. it. The song is good. But, but like, I feel, I feel some type of way. Wait, 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 I, I can't, can't get so anxious out of my head. That is what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I feel about when they remake these kind of songs. I'm like, I'm a little bit of getting worried. I'm like, so. No, no, no. Oh my God. But the song is pretty good. I just feel some type of way when people remix. Take one of the scriptures from this episode and just meditate on it. Think about it more and, and tell us what you think about it and send it in to us. Um, you can send it to obediencepodcast at gmail.com. For people on YouTube, I'll put that um, on the screen, obediencepodcast at gmail.com. Um, We'll respond to you, and, and we hope that you return. If this podcast just reached one person, if you listen to the entire thing or you listen to half of it, we know that we did our job. So, have a good week. Watch me while I work. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stay together. I want to bless up. I'm talking about bless up.